0: Welcome to the hello live podcast brought to you by the hello foundation i'm your podcast host kelly bodden and i'm a speech language pathologist based in portland oregon you will receive 30 minutes of free ceus for listening to this episode in its entirety i'll give you instructions on how to document your participation at the end of the episode i'll also tell you how to get in touch with any questions or comments you have for us but for now sit back and enjoy the show
1: Hi, my name is Sarah Ecker, and today we're gonna to talk about some techniques to use with school aged students who stutter. And although I've had the privilege to see many students who stutter, most of the information I'm going to be talking about has come from a workshop I attended over the summer put on by the Stuttering Foundation, PSU, and Pacific University. And this workshop was co-taught by Jennifer Watson and Susan Hamilton. And just as a plug for them, if interested, I would encourage anyone who is interested in refining their therapy techniques or to understand stuttering a little bit better to understand one of their workshops. And we can um, provide a link um, by the stutteringfoundation.org. Okay, so the first strategy or technique that I like to use with students who stutter is um, to, to talk about the speech mechanism. And I do this in the first one to two sessions. And I know we typically, talk about um, the anatomy of the speech machine. But in addition to this, I really like to give a mini articulation lesson. So I know that typically we talk about, you know, where's the tongue, the teeth, the palate or the roof, um, the the vocal cords, the vocal folds, lungs, and diaphragm. That's pretty standard. However, what I would also encourage people to use is to talk about which sounds are used within the speech mechanism. This is really important for students to increase their awareness of the sounds that they feel tension with or sounds that they typically avoid. So what I do is I ask, you know, what sounds do we produce with our lips? So I encourage them to, you know, kind of feel those sounds so they can feel like a P or a B or an M or a W. And then we go back and, you know, what do you feel when you stick your tongue out, you know, the th- th- the sound? What do you feel when your tongue is behind the teeth? What sounds do we produce? And how do we make vowels? What makes those vibrations? Help them kind of understand and discover with your help, where these sounds are located so we can really increase their overall awareness um, for the sounds that they themselves produce. I think this is especially important for um, students and children who have a more severe stutter. The next strategy I want to discuss is understanding and working from a speech hierarchy. It's really important for students to understand which situations and which stutter causes the most anxiety, fear, and avoidance. By naming and identifying these different situations, we can help the students cope, um, hopefully, with, with these feelings that they have. There are two different kinds of hierarchies that I typically use. For older students, I use a one to five scale. So, one, is being the easiest situation or stutter and five is the most difficult or hardest situation or stutter. For younger kids, I use a worry ladder. You may have seen these before, but the lowest rung is the easiest situation and then as you move your way up the ladder, it gets more difficult. So some examples um, for different um, parts of the of the rating scale one to five. A one oftentimes is something like a word or a sound repeat and maybe talking to their mom or their dog or someone that they feel comfortable with. And oftentimes a five or the most difficult stutter will be something like a block or having a secondary stuttering characteristic or maybe talking on the phone or being in front of a huge group of people or maybe a situation where someone laughs at them. So, when, you, when they are able to understand these different um, situations and figure out which is more difficult and which is less difficult for them, then you can go to our next strategy, which is reducing avoidance behaviors. So this is strategy number three. So typically what I use to help with avoiding um avoiding behaviors is to use a daily log, or it could be a weekly log, what, however um, often you see the student and how often that they wanna use, use this log. And typically what can be in a stuttering log is the date when the situation is happening or what date that they had a stutter, the speaking situation, was it at home, was it in school, um, what was happening on the phone, Then you can talk about the level of difficulty. Was this an easy situation? Was it kind of in between? Or was it a really difficult situation for them? And then the speech characteristics. Did you have a repeat, a sound repeat? Did you have a block? Did you have some interjections? Did you close your eyes? Did you have some kind of other secondary stuttering characteristic? What happened? The next thing you can talk about in these logs is personal feelings, and this is really important. How did you feel when you had this stutter? Did you feel really emotional? Did you feel relaxed about it? Did you feel some tension? Where? And, or maybe did you feel some self-defeating thoughts? Did you feel kind of down about yourself when the situation happened? And then the last part that is important to, to provide in these logs is the listener reaction. When this stuttering situation happened, What did the listener do? Did they laugh? Were they silent? Did they seem understanding? Or did did you feel like there was some time pressure? So once you've gone through these logs, you can start to perhaps see a pattern of what's happening with them. And then you really want to see if the student becomes more eager to discover what's happening within their stutter. You know, maybe they didn't realize something about themselves, or maybe they can talk about the responsibility of their stutter. When I stutter, I do this, and I didn't really realize this. So it really is increasing their overall awareness of their stutter and overall feelings um, that happen when they do stutter. Okay. The next strategy that I want to um, share with you is actually a book. And this book is called The School-Aged Child Who Stutters, Working Effectively with Attitudes and Emotions, a workbook. And this book is written by Kristen Shamella and Nina Reardon. And at the workshop that I attended with Susan Hamilton and Jennifer Watson, they discussed how for attitudes to change, change of their own attitudes needs to occur. These attitudes that need to change include the elimination of avoidance, the reduction of speech fears, Um, if they're able to, they need to be able to grow in confidence of self and also confidence in the effectiveness of the therapy that they're doing. So we really need to target their feelings and attitudes about their stutter. And this is a really huge piece for most students who do stutter. A really Great resource for targeting this is this book, The school age Child Who Stutters. And in this workbook, they have a lot of different resources. And one of my favorite resources that I, that I use, and I usually use this in the first one to two sessions, is called What's True For You? And this is a questionnaire that helps you and the student identify what areas are tricky for them. So they have, in this questionnaire, they have a scale. One is no way, they don't feel like that. Four is sometimes, and seven is I totally agree. And the questions that they ask are, I wish I could talk like other kids. So do they feel that, do they feel no way, I don't feel like that, sometimes I feel like that, or I totally agree. Other questions include, some people, or statements are, some people are hard to talk to. Do they agree? Not agree. Not agree. I talk openly about my speech with my parents. I'm a good talker. I like to talk. Sometimes I do things so I won't have trouble talking like not talking or changing words or thoughts. I have sounds that are hard for me to say. It's okay to have trouble talking sometimes. I've gotten teased about my speech. I don't like having trouble talking. And I want to improve the way I talk. So this really opens up the discussion for you and the student to see how, how, where are they with their attitudes and emotions? Do you feel like they're really on the right track? They feel confident even though they do have a stutter or are they having a really hard time? Are they not understanding, you know, some of their feelings and, and they are avoiding um, some of the situations where they do stutter? Other resources that are super helpful in this book are the worry ladder. They have a visual that I talked about previously. And they also have something called hands down. And in this, they trace each of their hands. And on one hand, they talk about the positives, what they like about themselves. And on the other hand, they talk about the negatives or maybe what they don't like so much about themselves. And sometimes this has to do with a stutter and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it has to do with something completely different, but it helps you understand where they're at and then perhaps how to give them um, some techniques to cope with some of these feelings. So I encourage anyone to use this book. I can include a link um, through the Stuttering Foundation where you can purchase this resource. The last strategy that I wanna talk about is what the individual stutter can say about what's happening in the speech machine. And then what technique might be helpful to use. So now these suggestions are a guideline. So if a tool doesn't work, obviously do some problem solving and do something that works for that individual student. Everyone is different, but these are a few guidelines that you can maybe start off and try. Now when you're practicing some of these techniques, Susan Hamilton and Jennifer Watson really emphasize that it's important to overlearn these techniques so that the students feel success. It's okay to have problems and problem solve through these things, but if possible, to increase their confidence, try and overlearn each of these techniques together with your client. Okay, so let's talk about blocks first of all. So if you have a block, What does this mean is happening in the speech mechanism? Typically a block means that there's lots of tension, and in their brain, they're probably feeling some fear. To help with this situation, we can do things like have a replacement behavior or a voluntary stutter. This can help prevent the block. So for example, you can say, okay, if we're starting to have a block, let's go ahead and do a a phrase repeat or a sound repeat. And let's see if that can change the reaction and the feeling that they have to the block that's coming on. Another technique that we can try is adding a schwa or a sound before the word. For example, you can say a apple or a orange just to help them decrease the tension that is happening within their vocal mechanism. The other technique that you can use with a block and you can use with many, many other kinds of stutterers is called the easy relaxed approach with smooth movements. This is also called E-R-A-S-M, but you can also call it easy relaxed approach with smooth movements. Anyway, so what is this? It's typically what you do with this E-R-A-S-M is you start in the neutral position and then you stretch the first one to two sounds of the word at the very beginning of the phrase or sentence. And then through the rest of the phrase or sentence you use continuous phonation. Now, as a side note, it's important that we teach our students who stutter to use bites of air and pausing we don't want the student to try and get as many, uh, as many words and as long of a sentence in one breath. That's really gonna, you know, make them pass out. A lot of times, the students will keep going and going and going. But I really don't want that. I really want to have nice bites of air so that they are in control of each of the phrase that they're saying. And when they have this pause, when they have this break, then we want them to use once again that stretch the first two sounds of the word and then with that continuous phonation. Okay, next we're going to talk about repeats. So what does a repeat say about what is happening in the speech mechanism? Typically it means that the speech mechanism is trying to go too fast. So what's the prescription for this? we can use a rate meter. So we can use, you want to talk about very slow, slow, just right, or natural speech, fast or too fast. Let's see what their speech rate is doing and help them identify that. To get to a more natural rate of speech, what you can have the students do is stretch out their vowels and increase their pauses. Try and decrease that time pressure that oftentimes students who stutter have. In addition, you can use the E-R-A-S-M technique or the easy relaxed approach with smooth movements. Stretch out the first one to two sounds of the words and then use continuous phonation. The last type of stutter I'm gonna talk about is fillers. So using words like um or like, typically that means that they need to pause and give more time for them to um, think and have their ideas. So typically what we can do for this is once again, use the rate meter and encourage them to resist the time pressure, give themselves time to think. So hopefully those techniques will help you with the students that you have who stutter. Thank you so much for joining me and um, check out the hellofoundation.com for more information. Thanks. Bye.
0: Congrats! You just earned 30 minutes of CEUs approved by the Oregon State Board of Examiners. Wasn't that easy? To document your participation, please visit www.thehellofoundationschools.com CEU. You can also find the blog post for this and all of our episodes at www.thehellofoundationschools.com. This is the best way to get in touch with our guests with your questions and comments. And if you want updates about upcoming shows and opportunities to participate, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon.